What's some old bands that y'all like fuck with, fuck with? Old bands? Um, yeah. I gotta come clean, nigga. I was on rap, like for the most know, part. Like, so I'm like, I'm gonna like, still give you, yeah, I did. Rock. When it came, when I came across rock and I really started fucking with it, it was uh, Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero 3. And then I would pick like certain songs like from there. So it was like, what was a good one? I would try to remember. Like Cherry Pie. Okay. Like my ice cream. Yeah, you know That's what I'm saying? So I knew that was fire yeah, from a JIT, so like That's that was hard. Um, there was one other one. I forgot the name. But yeah, Guitar Hero, that's what really answered me. That maybe like um Tony Hawk, Pro Skater. Yeah. There was definitely a couple of songs Tony from there. Tony Hawk had the bangers. Had though. the bangers. Like, yeah. I mean like there are even songs like to this day, like me being a skateboarder. It's like, bro, like there are songs that are from that or like that the culture taught me that I probably wouldn't have known if it wasn't hundred percent for that, yeah. honestly. Right. Like for those video games and for like I mean, I guess just different ethnicities of friends. You know what I mean? Like having so many different friends and like I guess like my parents too. Like my mom one of my mom's favorite artists is uh Bjork. Yeah. Which is random as fuck. Yeah. And then like um I remember my dad loving uh Goldie who dated Bjork. Goldie's one of the coolest niggas of all time. Have you listened to no, Goldie I haven't. Bro, Goldie is Is that an old school cat? Like he's, I thought he was a DJ though. He's a DJ, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, he's a DJ. Uh he's fire. Go he dated him. Bjork. Go yeah, he dated okay. Bjork. But like Gold Grill, like black dude, like he's oh, light tough. skinned dude. He's in the movie Snatch. Bro, he's okay. fire. Goldie is still fire to this day. Like, Damn, I might have came across, bro, then. Goldie because, like, no, nah, you can post pics of, uh, like, while we of Goldie. Yeah, he's yeah. What is he doing now? He's still, like, he's still just kind of posted up, just yeah, being himself. Thing, yeah, he's well respected in the industry. Like, he was all, he was almost like a Luca before Luca, to be honest. Yeah, like, no, know, for real. He kind of came real, up on, like, he came up under the Stussy scene, actually. Yep. In London. Mm. And then, like, Stussy International Tribe. And then he started dating Bjork. He kind of just started becoming, like, like, you know, infamous for being infamous. Okay. When did, when did you guys, or I'll start with you, Kelly, when did you start getting into, like, rock and just different kind of music? It wasn't until later either. Um, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't until, like, I started getting into skateboarding. And that's actually a lot of the same commonalities we have. Like, yep. um, I've been listening to, like, Cheap Trick a lot lately. And, like, the one thing, I remember this one Cheap Trick album, like, yeah. a bunch of them songs was on skate, like, the first thing. So it's nostalgic. Um, the Cure, they had like a bunch of like you know, a bunch of songs that was like in skate videos and shit like that. Like, Which is my actually my that's funny that he mentions that because that's like my favorite band of actually of all time. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, Boys don't cry like that song specifically. Yep. Exactly. Like, that's my favorite song yeah. from. Is that how you got introduced time. to uh, like rock music and shit too? Just from straight skating? No. I, well, yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah, from skating and then. Um, I guess like yeah mainly yeah i guess so mainly from skating and then it was like i always like when i was younger it would be one of those things where it was like i guess i was uh always around like rap you know what i mean so like it was one of those things where it was like i guess for myself when i was younger it would be one of those things where i like got kind of sick of rap like right. to a point like it was like oh okay i've kind of like outdone it with this so I was like, okay, what's another genre? What's like, and then, oh, what are my cousins listening to? Or like, whatever. And it'd be like, oh, okay, like, 
one of my other cousins, his favorite band is uh, is The Cure as well. So, okay. like, you know what I mean? So it was, like, one of those things. And then so I you had cousins that put you song. on as well, too. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely, for sure, for sure, yeah. It was, like, that as well. And then, like, but mainly skateboarding, man, like, yeah. mainly skateboarding. It's, like, you meet so many different ethnicities within, like, I guess they call it, like, the last subculture, essentially, mm. where it's, like, you meet every other subculture within one culture because it's, like, you have to do it to be involved rather than, um, I guess, when people follow other sports versus, like, and I guess that's what makes it a sport versus a lifestyle because, I guess, uh, with skateboarding, it's, like, you have to really be involved to, like, know what's going on. Right. Where, like, say you follow football and it's, like, okay, you're a football fan, but it's, like, you don't necessarily have to play because it's, like, you have a referee who's going to call the the shots and this and that or whatever. You could be a bystander and still know Everything exactly. on, what's well, going on on okay, the field. Say you watch a skate video right now, right? Right. You're not gonna know if that's a tray flip, nollie backside flip, tray right. flip. You know what I'm saying? Hard flip. You're not. You're not gonna know unless somebody's like, "Hey, Albert, by the way, that this is this or this is that," and then that's how you get involved. That makes total so, sense. I don't yeah. like. I don't even know any other like kind of genres that like it's kind of like that. I'm sure if I really sat back and like thought. There are probably so many more than we think. Right. You know what I mean? Like Probably like figure skating and shit like that. Like, you know. But it's skating nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Like, yeah. Right. Perfect no, but that's a good yeah, one, though. Like, base you off performance besides points. Right. But I guess you get points based off performance. So. What, for skating? Like anything like like um, gymnastics and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're but that, your whole body instead of like um, a team. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that is true though, like you really have to be in, you have to actually actively be skating to really know what the fuck is going on with the culture. Not like, I mean, I feel like even clothes and shit, like you can be a bystander on the sideline and for the most part, no, you can be on the Rick Discord knowing fucking every single thing about Rick Owens and the nigga who really be spending his bread probably knows like a certain percentage of something, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's like. We were talking about this earlier, bro. Skateboarding was like the first time in our lives where we actually didn't feel like so weird for liking this shit that we like like i said like when i first went to a skate park i said but the word the word i used was like solid because like you know of course you've grown up niggas not used you know and like we're around the same age so like we're just kind of you know into the same shit at the same time yeah it's one of them things where it was kind of just like you know you was looked at like a weirdo for kind of just liking shit that's like popular now yeah and um it there was wasn't, a lot of hate back then yeah, based on that too. Just like, going to school, going rather to than, school and shit. Mm-hmm. But you go to a skate park and like everybody was just chill. You know, whether they like the style or dress like that or not, everyone's kind of just like, you know, just cool with everything. Like super accepting and, you know. See, I think actually like now that you bring that up, I think that's where like it turned me off to skateboard. Not to say like I was turned off like oh, I wasn't fucking with it. Mm-hmm. But there was a period of my life where I was like young, I would say like third, fourth grade. And I'm seeing, like, all this skateboarding shit, like, via my big brother. And I think, like, I don't know, just period. Like, it was kind of just popping. We had the games and shit. And I remember buying a skateboard and, like, purposely, like, fucking it up. Like, getting a screwdriver and fucking it up just to act like I'm grinding and shit. And, like, so I can show my friends around the corner. But I was definitely, like, outside, like, goddamn trying to, like, kick flip off shit and, like, do other certain shit. But then it came to a point where, like, all right. To step it up, I need to go to, like, a skate park. So I went to, like, my local skate park. And honestly, it was all white kids. And I think that's what kind of fucked me up because I was like, damn. I was really just by myself. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even really know what to fuck do. So I was like, 
Fuck this nigga. I ain't like. Yeah, for real. I believe it. You might have been like the coolest person if you would have just stuck with it. I know it's like one of those things though, for sure, where it was like I was explaining um, to Khaled earlier that it was just like, for even for myself, it was like, bro, I started off like collecting sneakers, and then it was like from collecting sneakers, it was like the dude at the skate shop because like SBs and shit like that were super popular back then, and. it was really interesting because he was like, he's like, yo, he's like, I'm gonna get you a board. And I was like, what? Yeah. Shout this is way Debo. before you even I still skated. Know this man to this day. Yeah. Debo, shout out to him. Um, he, uh, he was like, yeah, man. Like, he was like, yo, I'm gonna buy you your first board. I'm gonna get you a board. Tough. And I was just like, what? And so, like, thought he was capping, bro. Literally. Like, I was just like, this man ain't about to buy me a whole skateboard. Like, yeah. Whatever. And so I got a skateboard and he bought it for me. And so it was one of those things where, like, I was like, damn. And this was a white dude. This is an older white dude. Man, shout um, out Debo. Yeah, shout out to Debo, man. Yeah. Debo is still the that's a hard-ass name uh, for a white yeah, dude, Debo, too. Hey, it's been that's Debo. his real name. That's yeah, the craziest that's part hard. of Debo. For real. And he's big, like, actual Debo from the movie. Big Brawley motherfucker. Yeah, for real. And that, bro, yeah, Debo is Debo, bro. Like, redhead, giant. But anyway, uh, yeah, shout out to Debo. But he bought me my board, my first board. And he was just like, yo, he's like, you buy all these shoes, like this and that. He's like, let's get you a board, man. And then like one of the homies I had grown up across the street from, um, Cody, who I'm still friends with to this day, uh, Cody had already skated. And then it was like, we knew a bunch of other people who already skated. So it was kind of like, almost for me, I feel like it was like kind of destined to be, essentially. But then skateboarding got me into everything else. It was like... So Go ahead. the point he made about him about Debo getting the board, bro, that's why Supreme is so integral to like the culture of a lot of this shit. Shout it's out to my bro Connor. Connor, my brother, works for Supreme. So yeah. Instead of them like back in the day, bro, instead of them reaching out to like who the fuck knows, right? Just random random rich white kids who gonna pay for this shit. It's really not that much. Right. Anyway, but they was giving out shit. It was like a real skate shop in the heart on like the heart of Lafayette heart of soho you know like right and they was really like kids came out a year after that and all you would see is box logos and so not a single kid paid for any of them tees like they used to just give shit out like even tyler the creator coming up that's why he was Bro. so big with supreme is because they used to just gift this nigga shit because he was just like they fucked with him that's like that's almost like a staple it's like um it's like a, a, a commandment of like having you know a, a real skate shop that's like you know rooted into the culture with whatever you're doing right like you know this kid obviously comes from a rough background but we fuck with him like let's just give him some free shit at that point you're essentially like building a community Facts, yeah. for yourself and the skate community 100 you're big yeah what were you about Listen, to say oh so like what i was gonna say was uh a couple months back i was lit or whatever right you mentioned kids right um i had so that was that was uh, directed by uh larry clark larry clark I had his daughter as my Lyft driver. She lives out here. Yo, in my phone, bro. Yeah. (laughs) How do you even get to that point? You just you be chopping it up with the Lyft drivers and shit. Larry Clark's daughter. I'm hopping in somebody else's car, bro. I be talking because I'm like, hey, I be in somebody else's vehicle. It's like respect thing. You feel me? Yeah. So like, I was just like, yo. No, nah, put it me on. It was Larry Clark's daughter, bro. Like, she was like, yo, she was like, you look like you skate. I was like, bro, I was in, like, a trucker hat, like, a white tee, some dickies, shoes all thrashed up. Lit, Skater fit. Like, yeah. out from the night from before, whatever, whatever. She was like, oh, where are you going? She was like, you look like you skate. And I was like, yeah, I skate or whatever. And um, she was like, I wonder if you know my dad. And I was like. Who the fuck's your huh? dad? 
I was like, who's your dad? And she was like, Larry Clark. And I was like, huh? And she was like, do you know uh, Chloe Sevigny? And like, and I was like, what? And she was like, yeah. She's like, that's my dad. And she's like, take down my number. I was like, whatever. So I have her number. Took down her number or whatever. Oh, we gotta and get bro, on the pot, she bro. starts, uh, <laughs> she starts like sending me photos, and it's like her of Chloe Sevigny and her when they were like young. Yeah. Her and Larry what? Clark. Oh bro, shit. Bro, like I have it in my phone. Yeah. But it was his daughter, and so she moved out here from New York uh, with her husband to like raise their family. So like they have like they, I think they have like two younger boys or something like that. Yeah. She was my Lyft driver though. Oh, I have, to, uh, bro, like. Like I kid you not, I like lost it low key. You have you never really fucked you up when you heard that, like, bro. Yes, especially because it's like, bro. He's like, I was telling her, I was like, yo, I was like, my little brother works for Supreme, whatever, whatever, in San Francisco, and she was just like, she's like, yeah, like the Larry Clark Supreme shit, blah, 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 like, and it was like this whole thing, and I'm sure, like, yo, that's your pops. I'm sure Banks knows exactly who he is, bro. Um, Tulsa, he got a photo book called Tulsa. Tulsa as a photography book is arguably Larry Clark does. This is his book. Okay. Yeah, this was his very first book. He shot it in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it's probably it's an all black and white photography book. It's beautiful, um, by the way. It mm-hmm. costs like five hundred dollars if you want to try and get it. It's one of the most expensive photo books. Out. It's one of the photo books though that's like five hundred dollars and worth like, it. It's worth five hundred dollars. Like so, I pay a thousand dollars for that book. Oh wow! So basically, okay. in the photo world, basically what he did with this photo book was like. Um, Catcher in the what Catcher in the Rye did for literature, where he kind of had to bear the cross to like progress freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom of all this shit. It was so fucked up, bro. People was trying to cancel him left and right. It came out sometime in the eighties. He was doing that through photos. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Very that's is that what that essentially what that book is? Kind of in your entire life, mm. like ever. It's so fucked up, but it's not like he was exploiting it. He was living that life. He was documenting it. Yeah, people shooting up with kids crying in the other room. Like, um, you know, I, I don't know how much of it I can even say without you getting demonetized off this shit, but right. it's fucking dark. It's a, yeah, really it's dark. super What dark. was his initial claim to fame? Was that Supreme? It was Tulsa. Tulsa? It was Tulsa. Yeah, he, he, okay. came, he came up as and a then kids. And, and then kids. Yeah, kid, well, he started directing movies after that, so he also did Bully. Bully, yeah, um, he did one of my bully. favorite joints that came out a little bit after. Um, but yeah, Kids was the first one, and actually, the, the way Kids got um, created was Harmony Corrine, one of my favorite directors, writers. He was a teenager in New York, just living with all them skate kids, and he pitched the idea to Larry Clark at uh, Washington Square Park one day. And he was like, Yo, I have a great idea for a movie. And he pitched it, and he was like, "Sick, let's let's shoot it, you know." Let's. Oh wow! They went into pre-production like that week, you know. And yeah. then within like within like skate culture too, all of the kids that Harmony Korine was like living with were like legendary Bruh. within mm. skateboarding. Bruh. Like Harold I'm Hunter, about, like Harold Hunter, like legendary. Yeah. Like, um, so this was, was like uh, this was his house face? where uh, he Patrick. Like, yeah, and then what was it? What's Major. his face from? Uh, that was in Leo Friday. Fitzgerald. That was in Friday. He was in. Uh, Oh, 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 he, he, he passed away. He was the white dude um, uh, with the long hair. I'm blanking on his name. Sean but yeah, he was, he was Casper. He was Casper, he was Casper in yeah, yeah, in the movie. And he's legendary, too. Like, it was just like, it was crazy. Yeah. It was they like the cast was like... Wait, y'all just nuts. fucked me up. Casper in, in Friday? Nah, he was, no, he Casper in uh, Kids. Oh, okay, he was okay. Roach in Friday. Okay. Yeah, and uh, right, what was it? Friday after next. Pinky's store. 
Yep. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. The white about. kid. Yeah. yeah. That was like his yeah. homie, the Day Day's yeah. like right hand man. Yeah, but he was like legendary in skateboarding. Yeah. Like I forgot he does have a little like skate scene in there too. Yeah. So. So what was like? This was like a house that he held, like to kind of just like put these younger guys on. Is that essentially what it was, or not Dude, even? It was it honestly like he just happened to the be there. Yeah, like that whole just scene back then. It was so fucking niche that you know, like all them supreme, them little supreme like shop rats and shit like that was all. They was all. When did all, that? Hold up. When did that movie release? Ninety four, if I believe. Okay, so Supreme was new then. Brand, yeah, it was so 90, 95, might, might have been 95. So. Or okay, so like yeah, that. it was yeah, like a year just after. after but it I remember all of those dudes rode, they were like the first Supreme Team dudes. Yeah, yeah, like they in were. The beginning. Yeah. yeah, so like, like all them actors was first time actors. Yeah, Chloe even Seven, Chloe, yeah, Seven, yeah, yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah, shit. And then they started actually like showing that movie in like Sex Ed because of like the actual storyline. It's like, it's you know, crazy. it was yeah. during the AIDS pandemic. And it's like, that's the moral of the story. It's like, it's shot sick. If you're into like, you know, if you skate at all, if you are into Supreme at all, if you're into certain shit at all, like. That's the movie. The actual, that's the, yeah, yeah. The plot line is like awesome, but then there's this underlying like message. That's sick. Cause I generally want to watch this movie and like, Got we're you. talking about shit that, you know, I feel like other people it's care free, about. Bro, I feel like for it's what free you're on into, YouTube for anybody. Do it. Do it. Like, watch it. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's fucked up, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, it's shot beautifully. It's a beautiful, beautiful film. Like, See, I feel like I wish, I almost wish I had the internet as a kid, just so I can be, at multiple times, be focused in multiple different genres. Because I feel like growing up, at least for me, like... It was only like a couple of genres that I was on to. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't exposed to like I mean, certain shit. Though. That makes sense. Not really, though. Like, had, I mean, like, we had, we had, had like dial up shit, though. Yeah. Like, we all older. That's totally though. different. Like, we had dial up. Like, a lot of people here don't even, you know. It wasn't like I was going on MySpace and nigga was like, yo, check this fucking kids movie out and all about skate. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was like cool niggas doing it. So, yeah. yeah. It's pretty interesting. It's just like different. It was a different time, man. So, like, I get what you're saying because, like, I know for me, even like, Man, I think the first time I saw kids was at like another homie's house. You know what I'm saying? It was like another younger homie that I knew, and it was like I think his older brother happened to be watching that or something. And so it the was older like, brother's always that's dead. how okay. I was introduced to that as well. It wasn't like necessarily like my family, but like yeah, go ahead. Did y'all ever see Gummo? Bro, yeah. lit. So Gummo. Bro, I'm so lit. bad with movies. Like if, even if a bitch talking about some movies, I don't even know. Stupid. That, like, in middle school. There you go. All right. So Gummo. I did watch that when I was like. A, what do you have to look, bro? What do you take the bath? Gummo bro? was oh, the man. second movie that Harmony Kareem both wrote, but now he directed this one as well. So Larry Clark wasn't involved. It's the second movie, and it was critically, critically loved. Well, kinda. It's like it's it's like a cult following now. People love that movie to death, but it like did not make the studio any money. So right. the mo- it like it flopped basically. Yeah, like the most famous, like you've definitely seen it, but like, or like you guys have seen it before. It, like the oh, with the kid and the, the gun, and like it's, it's like, like the white kid, right? And he has the fucking ears and shit, yeah, whatever. Which is kind of I funny would- though. So one of the homies I grew, I uh, skated with back home or and worked with, um, the homie Jake. He's from Nashville. Bunny Boy is his best friend to really? this day. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, he, he casted that. Like, so it's that, it's that kid. He casted that randomly, too. Uh, he talked yeah, about it. He sure it, did. And he it did was cast just that like kid random ass kid. Yeah. He was just like, you know what's no, funny? Like you know where I've seen that movie? Yeah. Like, not like seen the movie, but I've seen like references of Obviously, like the Cardi shit, but like my earliest reference was uh, from Belly. I think, I believe they were watching Belly, it in Belly, Belly, right? They're watching it. Like, yo, this nigga, they're literally talking. Yeah, uh huh. Okay. He's like, what the fuck are you watching? Yeah. yeah. And then that's the movie. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost just like, uh, would you say it's like appreciated oh, just classic. because of like the artisticness of it? Because you said it flopped, right? Yeah, but it is a full on art film, bro. Yeah, okay. it's beautiful. Nothing it really more, is. Less. And it doesn't make sense either. Like yeah. you watch the film and you're like, none of this there's really no adds meaning, up. There's no real, but, like, there's no problem or solution. That, you know, it doesn't follow the regular format. And he talks about this. Right. He talked about it on Letterman when he was being interviewed about this specific movie. He said he doesn't agree with the linear, um, like, chronological order of how a movie typically goes, how you're supposed to have a beginning, middle, and end. And he's like, I, I agree with having a beginning and middle and end, but just not necessarily always in that order. Okay. You know? And um, some of the best movies just stem, well... From a Pulp different storyline. Actually, before that, Thanks. so yeah, but yeah. Pulp Fiction is similar, where there's the beginning, middle, and end are completely out of order. See, but like, right. see, but then with like Pulp Fiction and all of uh, Quentin Tarantino shit, though, it's his own universe, though. Hundred percent. Those are some like, of the best directors. Did yeah. you know that about Quentin Tarantino? What do you like, mean by this? Like, so he wrote all of those when he was in high school, I guess. He's working at Blockbuster. Yeah, when he was working at Blockbuster, and when he was in high school. And I guess it's all supposed to be like Marvel Universe type shit. Like where it's like Django is... Uh, oh, they're all supposed to be like intertwined yeah, so to like, a sense. What is Samuel Jackson's character's name in Pulp Fiction? Um, um, which one? I'm blanking, bro. Anyway, uh, right. fucking in, oh, Pulp Fiction, in Pulp Fiction. There's Vincent, what is uh, Vincent what is Vega. Marcellus? Is it Marcellus? Nah, is it? there's Vincent Vega and, okay. his, par- is and his partner. John Travolta and yeah, I forgot his and his name. partner. Yeah. Anyway, Yo, y'all keep going. Django, I'm about to go run to the bathroom. My bad. Django is his... Um, Django is his grandfather. Really? It's supposed oh. to be his grandfather. Oh, okay. So it's like same universe type that's, shit. That's also and then they why say you... like why he is as wild as his character is within that is because Django is his grandfather. That's why you always see Big Kahuna Burger in his movies too. Exactly. They always reference Big Kahuna. Exactly. Yeah. Like all that shit. It's like all same like universe. Wait, how did they connect that to the grandfather though? The, because that's talking a, about the partner, right? Yeah, I'm talking about the partner. So like You've seen Pulp Fiction, right? Right, right, right? Okay, so you know how like wild Samuel Jackson's character is, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like he's the wildest dude in the like. I mean, John Travolta's characters. I feel I like guess he's both kind of their like jobs. The same yeah, but like you know, like he's yeah. kind of like. So they were saying how Django is his grandfather is because like think oh, about it. Django's, Django's the the runaway oh, slave that is like the the dude that's the wild dude in the movie. I thought you were you talking about saying? the. Um, the, the freed slaves playing um, in Django, the slave. Oh no 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 no! I'm talking about Django himself, not like, oh. not Mr. Candy's like fucking. Yeah. Yeah, nah, fuck that nigga. I was we like, what? How does that go? Nah. <laughs> we don't fuck with him at all. No no no. Another no. one, another director I really fuck with that does his own universe and shit, and like, there's always um, what's the word? A motif that they always kind of like mm-hmm. run back to is uh, David Lynch. You ever notice every David Lynch movie, he does the curtains. Every movie, whether it's Blue Velvet, uh, Twin Peaks, uh, favorite Twin Peaks, you know, Mahalan Drive, it's always the red mm-hmm. with always. someone singing on a stage. 
it's always a reoccurring rerunning theme between his movies and that usually indicates like the movie changing in some way shape or form mm -hmm. you know like there's a different chapter that's oh he does it like in the middle of the film kind of thing usually, usually. yeah okay. it's like usually middle of the film it's like all red curtains yeah. it closes off and then it'll like open back up with a thing like somewhere on the stage mm -hmm. like is in every single one of his yep. is that something you've you've thought about like getting into just like as far as film or just Another artistic, like, expression? Man, that's crazy. I've honestly, like, I think I've thought about it. Mm -hmm. Just, like, never known how to start. I've definitely, yeah. like, written before. Oh, like, a script? I, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've definitely written a script before where I was just like, maybe I could do something like this. But it was more so, like, because of college and, like, stuff like that. But um, I've thought about it. Okay, I definitely okay. thought about it. I um. Did I, you finish college? I didn't. didn't? I'm a oh, college okay, dropout, okay. man. Like, okay. I told you, I think I told you earlier, I got kind of, I got lucky. Yeah, every, I I'm think you did tell me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not everybody gets as lucky as I am. I would tell anybody that is not me or go back and tell myself, like, hey, finish college, man. College right. is important. Go Actually, school. let's get into that. Well, I'll have you introduce yourself. Well, what's up? What's good? Welcome to the Locked In Podcast. Yeah, we got up? everybody here today. We got Khaled, yeah. Marco, yeah. and a special guest today. We got Wade. Yeah. Appreciate up, you, bro. Thank you for coming by, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys for having me. But um, if you want to like just introduce yourself, just like what you do, just yeah, kind of like for sure. Yeah. So I'm Wade Novotny, or some of y'all know me as Wade Novotny. Um, I do creative consulting within fashion. So yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that detail is like a lot. There's a lot that just goes there's into lot, like. There's a lot that goes into that. Uh, yeah, I guess like some details. I'm not gonna. I mean, we talked about that earlier, but right. um, pretty much what it is is like. Uh, I just, I'm an idea guy. Um, end of the day, and I'm an idea guy when it comes to like people creating clothes, when it comes to people wanting to know um, certain manufacturers and this, that, and the third. So yeah, that's what Dope. I do. Do you want to get into like, I kind of just want to know like a little background about like how you kind of got to the creative consulting job without yeah. details that you don't have to explain, but just- Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, um, definitely we was talking about that earlier. I mean, y'all obviously didn't hear it, but uh, you hearing it now. So um, I got kind of lucky. I was working in the skateboard industry before we were talking about skateboarding a lot. I worked in the skateboard industry for like, I would say like seven to eight years, something like that. And um, pretty much like what ended up happening is I had a boss back home. Wait, my um, bad, not to cut you off. What were you doing like then when you said like the skateboard industry? I was just... working in the shop. I was oh, okay. working in the shop. I was Tight. like doing orders, like stuff like that. I was just like working in the shop. Man. He was a Debo. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. I was a Debo. Shout out to my guy Debo yet again. But yeah, I was a Debo, man. I was just like working in the shop, doing normal retail. So like pretty much um, what y'all have done at 151, like right. I was doing at a skate shop. And it was cool, man. It was cool for the time being. It was awesome, like helping little kids and like getting people started and getting people kind of on a different path. I, yeah. I miss it, man. Introducing cool. people to stuff. Yeah, introducing people to something that will like keep them out of trouble, but then like also inspire them and allow them to meet uh, very creative people along the way. Honestly, so. So from there, you kind of, what happened after that? Like you worked after in that. After that, um, so like when I was working in the shop, I actually had a boss who, at the time, um, or actually still does, he he worked in fashion as well. Actually, like on the side, so he like helped on the shop, was working in fashion on the side. And for fashion shows, he's the person you would come to that builds the stages and like do all that shit. So shout out to Eric for doing that. That shit is crazy. But anyway, um, he would do that. And so it was kind of one of those things where he had like known I had collected clothes forever. And um, 
it was kind of one of those things where he was like, hey, he's like, I know this shop that's in town, whatever, they sell like women's um, high-end fashion, whatever, whatever. They're not doing so well. He was like, they're looking to know what to order and this and that. He was like, hey, would you take on that job? This was in Denver? Uh-huh, in Denver, yeah. So like, I was like, I mean, sure, I'll meet up with them. Were you familiar with this shop? You said it was women's wear, so. I was, I was familiar with them, yeah. Okay. So like, I've always been somebody who like, when it comes to me collecting and stuff like that, um, especially with my frame, I don't care if it's men's or, or women's at right. all. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, if it fits me and I think it's cool, I'm buying it. I don't care what nobody got to say about it, whatever. So it's like, yeah, so I was familiar with them. It was called uh-huh. A-Line Boutique. So you was um, over there shopping for real, too. Yeah, so, like, Sorry. I'd been in there multiple times. My mom had been in there. Um, an ex of mine, had, like, she would go in there often, like, whatever, whatever. So, like, and they had an amazing selection, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I guess they weren't doing super well. And uh, my old boss was like, hey, would you go talk to them about uh, what they should carry? And I was just kind of like, I mean, I guess, you know, like not really thinking much of it, not thinking I was going to get paid from it, anything really. And um, literally what ended up happening was like my boss hit me up on like, I think it was like a Saturday or Sunday or something like that. He was like, hey, will you come meet up with us? I was like, sure. So... I go meet up with them. I'm having a conversation with the guy. The guy's like, oh, what should we carry? Like, we carry these so far. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of outdated. Like, you should maybe think about this or that or whatever, right? And so it gets to the end of the conversation. He's like, how much do you charge? And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I, what? Yeah, like, pick your price. I'm like, huh? like, what the fuck? like, I'm like, dude, I'm just a black dude sitting here. Is this right in front of, like, the dude, too? Like, this is... Yeah, so, like, bro, I'm, like, looking at my boss, like, bro, I I really don't know. Like, and my boss, Eric, looked at me, and he was like, wait, tell him a number. And so I was like, I was thinking low at first, and I was just like, $1,000, like, that'd be great. You know what I mean? And I was like... $3,000. Let's see where I can take this. I said it, and I saw... Yeah, exactly. I was like, let's see where I can take it. Man wrote me the check on the spot, and I was just like, "Oh shit, this is crazy!" Like, that was damn, that's like nuts. a consulting job. Yeah, just for like a consulting job, and I was just like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And then so like, where I'm at now is I work for a music artist now, and um, pretty much I'm like signed underneath them for that. And so this person actually, you'll probably see more of that, um, definitely from like Instagram and like so on and so forth, because I'll post about it eventually. Which artist? But. Huh? Which artist? I'm not, gonna, I'm not yeah. gonna say that. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. We're not gonna talk about that not right now. But anyway, uh, I'm signed to this artist, right? Which happened to come about through a mutual friend, and so that mutual friend came through a mutual friend, and they used to sell like weed back in the day together, like state to state. So, backstory to that is kind of like this dude hit me up, kind of on uh, some super random shit. He came to um, Colorado and he was like, hey, I heard you collect clothes. I heard you like are good at this and that. And I was just like, how do you know me? And he knew this other dude. And he was like, he's like, oh, I know you from this person. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. He was like, we used to sell weed together back in the day, like way back. And he's like, we used to sell weed state to state or whatever. And they both are like in these like crazy positions now. Like they're both stylists for like two major artists, like major artists so um the homie was like yo he was like uh do you want to do this and i was like sure like let's do it so like now i'm signed to that artist and i help with creative consulting 
for that artist. So, damn, that's sick. So, yeah. Do you think it's like? Wait, Marco, if you're gonna talk, then like go a little <clears> bit <throat> closer to the mic. I was gonna say, do you think it's like more who you know rather than what you know? I don't know. Or is Dude, it a mixture think, of both? Honestly, I think it's like people get lucky, man. I think I really do think like I got lucky. I don't think it's at least like that for everybody. I think you need to work hard and good, like that's what I was saying earlier. Like go to school, go go do that. Cause it's like, I think if you are banking on you getting lucky, it won't really happen. I know for me, I was at the point in my life where I was like, bro, I didn't really know what was gonna happen, honestly. Like I really didn't. I was just like, yo, I'm kind of coasting, whatever. I've always been one of those people where it's like, I try not to plan too far ahead. Cause then I feel like sometimes you get let down if you plan too far ahead. Right. So it was just like one of those things where I was just like, I guess in my case, yes, it was about who I know, but I guess like, at the same time, I did put in all the work because it was like I learned about all this shit before I got into it. Right. It wasn't like I was just you had knowledge on whatever I had it is. Knowledge. They, yeah, I really did. They were seeking. I really did, and I really do. One your like, knowledge. Yeah, it's like, and I'm still learning. You but would I mean? you say like it's almost chunked up to like um, you just being surrounded by the right people? Because it sounded like you worked at this skate shop. Was this like a like a popping skate shop like in the city Bro, where you're at? So it was like the spot. Boards in Colorado. Shout out to them love them for life man like literally like they popping okay when i say it was popping like it was popping so i would yeah. almost credit it to yeah. that because i mean like they're one of the like i'll put it like this like there's uh i guess there's like what did they say like 50 shops worldwide mm -hmm. that are huge 303 is one of them okay okay so like they were so doing numbers worldwide, like, worldwide. That's, what, that's what i'm saying that's yeah out of, out of denver i gotta ask like what do you think of like alex sucks and like uh what you mean <laughs> yeah like the the artist bro, is kinda do you under know that. that's my little brother for real yeah God, that's my wait. little bro Have yeah you no met I, him? I know he no nah, i never met you him but him, I, I like his music alex um like alex music. alvarez man that's yeah. his real name um alex is incredible man you yeah. know what's funny is i met uh so like before i worked in the skate industry or before i worked at the shop um i used to work at a little boutique that uh three of the homies one of them i had known from skateboarding and then two other ones and alex would come in yeah. as a young kid <laughs> young young and so like man when i met alex alex was like uh shit man like alex had to be like only like maybe 15 16 yeah. and like that is literally my little brother man like love him to death to death like him and ralphie like shout out to ralph my boy ralphie too shout out to alex um, those are my little bros. I like the real. whole like death proof, um, you know, collective. It's yeah, dude, it's sick. Um, they were actually out here. What's funny is they were actually out here when I first moved here. Yeah, they were out here like, man, I only had to be here for like three weeks or whatever. And Alex and Ralphie hit me up and because um, they own a brand together. And yeah, so, uh, yeah, Wasted waste waste Thread. thread. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They own a brand together. And um, yeah, it was crazy. Like they hit me up and they were like, yo, we're out here with these dudes, whatever. I met all those dudes and I was like, whoa, like. These dudes are wild, but yeah. like at the same time, I was like, "Yo, this is lit!" Like, it's true. this is like so true to the culture. And this is y'all. You, know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, when it came to like Alex and Ralphie, I was I'm people. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 the dad. I'm <laughs> the, like, yo, y'all little niggas need to slow down. Big bro. Shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm big bro. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, 
but then they're on their shit with their homies and it's yeah. like bro i love to see it like i love my boys so so much that's crazy you fucking yeah, you know that. like that's crazy no i was gonna say give like a like, death what proof is? or like Nat, nascar aloe is like the main bro i met nascar dude, nascar's yeah. a good nigga bro like i fuck shit. with all of them bro. um but he got this collective it almost like you know not to put it in a box but it kind of remind me of like the the early origins of our future where it's like you know they're it's like a full collective of niggas. I wouldn't even compare it anywhere near like ASAP or you know nothing like that. Like it's just but niggas who do their own shit. Okay. All for the sure, music is sure. completely different. They got like a dude on it, Oddly Shrugs. He's kind of like you know on his Marilyn Manson shit. Like music artist, right? Obviously not. Yeah, dude, music, all music, of them artists. Are music artists. Yeah. Okay. Like pretty much, I, I would say the whole collective for the most part is yeah, music artists. Yeah. Dude, Alex's music is actually dope. Like no, I, I I've been listening and you to you know what's crazy. Yeah. So Alex, if you hear when you hear this, uh, drop that shit that you've been showing me for years. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. He's waiting for like an album or something. Bro, he been putting, he been dropping music, he been doing music for years, bro. Yeah. He been trying to act like I think he what was it like a three song EP or some shit. Four, yeah, four, four yeah. song EP, whatever. Uh, Alex been making music for years, bro. That I'm like. The homie Ralphie too. Shout out to Ralphie. Ralphie been telling him like, "Yo, you are actually talented at this." Drop it. Drop it, yeah. bro. Drop it. It's hard to tell creative sometimes, like to put their their art out to the world. You know, they, I think they take what it, it so is serious. Too is when you meet people that are so talented in so many different lanes, like oh. all those dudes are so talented at you know they're talented at fashion. They're talented at. They can take it almost. He skates his ass off too. Bro, like yeah, he's rich. Yeah. Like he he's so good. Too. He actually does everything. Yeah. He does yeah, they all are, oh, you know about they it? They all are so yeah, good. Man. Like yeah. so so good, and it's like they're all so talented Actually, at so yeah. many different things that it's just like it's kind of one of those things where it's just like, I think that's where like sometimes like artists get caught up because they're like, yo, I'm making this music, but I'm like crazy at skateboarding. I'm crazy at fucking making clothes. I'm like I'm doing everything, and it's like that's incredible. You know what I mean? But right. it's like, I think that's where they get caught up because they're like, where do I They don't go? know. They can take you know it anywhere they like, want to yeah, go. So, so, yeah, that's crazy you mentioned that. that it's another big thing, though. It's yeah, like the fact that they grew up in it and the fact that, like, you know, you grew up in it. Yeah. Like, it gives you an edge. You know, it's almost like you're just doing what you know. Like, you know, it comes naturally to yeah. you to a certain extent. Sure. Because you've yeah. kind of just been soaked in it for so fucking long. It's right. like, you know, it's, a, it's an extension of you. That's like for me, I've always felt like it was like I never thought I was necessarily like that talented. It's just like I have the knowledge. Like yeah. I'm that I'm that fly on the wall guy. Yeah, like yeah. it's like I'd like for some reason, like we was talking about outside, um like I collect or like not even collect, it's like I've managed to get in the in with the, the people circles? I needed to with the people I needed to know and it was just natural it happened naturally you know what I mean I met Alex naturally I met his parents naturally you yeah. know what I'm saying like his little brother naturally Ralphie naturally like uh, everybody we knew our homie Gus back home who's super talented at shit too like him too everybody I've met in my life man it's like I've all organic thing, yeah. organic trade organic man yeah. and I I wouldn't trade it for the world that's yeah. sick for real uh, we can hop into our, our, the first topic. So the Nike metaverse shit. I don't know if y'all have seen this. Obviously, we all collectively know about the metaverse at this point. Yeah. Right. But on our, in October, Nike filed like half a dozen trademarks. So that's like logos, the Jordan logo. Um, most of them, the logos that fall under like the Nike umbrella. Mm. And they just trademarked it for digital goods. So, I mean, that just opens like a whole new door of like, 
revenue, a whole new stream of revenue for them. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who I was talking to it about, but somebody was saying, bro, niggas, they're like, just wait, bro. Niggas is going to spend more money trying to get fly in the metaverse than they are in real life. I mean, I think Denzel kind of pointed it out to <laughs> me. Dead. Like, yeah, somebody dead said I that. Think it's, actually facts, they're like, though, wait, bro. bro. But no, no, I think it's already kind of happening, though, because, like, Denzel, my little brother, he's a big gamer himself. So, like, he sees and knows people who've spent more money on skins, like, from Fortnite. Yeah rather than their own personal closet. These are like grown men, yeah. you know? So Bro, like, that kind of like makes sense because I mean, that's the same shit as, uh, as like, okay, paying for the piece of art versus an NFT. Right. You feel me? Right. The way that Amir broke it down to me, he said basically, he said it's gonna like metaverse. I don't know, I don't know, I don't wanna misquote him, but yeah. he said it's either gonna get to a point or what they're trying to make is a place where it's like, if I want to hang out with y'all, like we're gonna be at our crib, we're gonna put on our VR, and we're all just that's that's it. definitely what it's like gonna be. That's yeah, like marketing. Like, y'all feel about that though? Oh, no, it's unnatural. It's weird, huh? It's, it's weird. Unnatural. Is it weird because we're all like older, or is it like nah? It's just I not think it's weird. It has to, it has to be weird natural. for everybody, right? Because like everybody, I mean, like almost like the world, because we we haven't even done it. Like we haven't even like collectively done it yet. Right. But, but we're drifting further and further from like natural humanity you know i think i think it's kind of weird like it's it makes me sad i don't like that it's sad <laughs> but to me honestly bro to keep it like all the way real i just be looking at shit like that looks like some other money like it's fucked up but it's like okay like that's just another like it's just where the world's going so to me it's like i can't control where the world's going so I'm just gonna either you like gotta adapt or kind of you gotta yeah. adapt, yeah. I yeah, necessarily don't sure. want to be a sheep who like follows in line, but I, no, but I understand. You about, to, you about to adapt and make that bread though, right? Like, <laughs> tell me why I was saying before, like when shit, when NFTs first became a thing, I was like, bro, I would much rather own the painting than this digital right, of course, whatever yeah. the fuck. You know what I mean? But now I'm like. <laughs> You'll take a uh, what's like the biggest NFTs those those what monkeys. You we try to get to this brand, bro. Fuck it. We about to the bored apes. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been the bored apes or the uh, or the crypto. little like, thing that floats with the the rainbow behind it, whatever. That's oh, I just talking about like little. NF- you know what I'm saying? The yeah, little yeah. cat or whatever. NFTs yeah. don't make sense to me quite yet. Like I understand them in theory, but it's like, you know, why would you want to pay so much for like a piece of art that? No bro. one sees, you know what I mean? I think now, I think people are going to see it, bro. I think That's that, like, I yeah. think once I've been hearing about some things like proje- like projections or like projectors or some shit specifically for NFTs where you could actually kind of like, you know. Are you talking about seeing it in the physical just, world? Yeah, exactly Khaled, tell me why I have a homie world. back home who is now like working for a dude or whatever. And they're like trying to open up like a, uh, like some crazy ass like sneaker shop or something yeah. in Colorado. And the dude who owns it like uh got rich like recently based off like some nft shit like yeah. multi-millionaire shit overnight yeah. like based on some like nft like, i know it's kind of like that redundant was, like, reddit shit like we blew this up and then yeah. now it's worth all this money and he like owns it and then sold it to whoever it is like literally like overnight success yeah. like multi oh that's multi, nuts. multi-millionaire it's really yeah. like the gold mine now like i feel like we've all heard <laughs> Bro, that it's, that's why I said, like, it's like, kind of redundant like, but it's, it's actually here it's actually true like, even crypto yeah, I, I I put them all under like damn near the same umbrella. Like, bro, your boy's trying to figure out how to make them, like, make crypto, or not make crypto, but make NFTs. Yeah, man, so that's, girl, that's what I'm saying. I have that's a girl what... in uh, a homegirl that's in uh, New York who's like an amazing artist, and I, and she was like, she's like, yo, she was like, I need somebody. She she actually hit me up about it the other day, and she was like, I need somebody who makes NFTs, 
Mm. She's like, I got this idea, whatever. I was like, girl, I'll figure that shit out. Right, right. right. For the bag, I'm gonna figure yeah. it out. Idea guy. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. about to <laughs> Honestly, I don't think it's anything more than like obviously a complicated video. But like I don't think it's anything no, more than a YouTube make, video to be I don't honest. Know how to make videos. I mean, no, yeah, like I think you could idea, figure all that shit out yeah, no, through real, YouTube. Real, like you know, YouTube, yeah, it's probably not sure. gonna be like black. Like you I've know, I've seen a YouTube video of, of people explaining that shit. Yeah, I'm sure. like how to make of how to make sure, yeah. mm -hmm. Honestly, don't you guys like? I mean, I think that that's where like fashion is almost heading. Obviously, the physical pieces are always gonna be there, but it, it seems like, I mean, Balenciaga with the Fortnite shit. That's yeah. kind of like whatever, and then like we got Nike patenting for the metaverse. And then they just put all their shit into um, what's that game we we're talking about? Oh, Roblox. They they made like a whole like Nike land. So I feel like at this point, if you are into like clothes and want to start your own brand, you got to have that at least in the back of your head right, of dropping true. some type of that's NFT true. or some type of digital product where you can like obviously market it and sell it to people. What do you think the best one is? What do I think the best one yeah, is? Honestly, bro, I, I like think I'm just gonna say like for my damn self, like I've already been thinking just from like doing research and shit like this, bro, I want to damn near drop a T or whatever the fuck next product's going to be, like, NFT first. Just, like, even if Whoa. nobody doesn't even, like, buy it necessarily, right? I like, think that's, like, really thinking ahead, though. Yeah. That's, like, that's interesting. Yeah, that's really thinking ahead for sure. But I just think that it's almost, like, so if you, like, do that and then you can drop, like, the physical T after, like, it almost feels like a marketing. It feels like a little story to it, but I think that, like, I, I think mean, you should have said that on here. Yeah, I like, think you should like, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you smart, Albert. Yeah, for real. I don't think you should have said it. Yeah. It's kind of like you. I feel like people like, are gonna like. like we a nigga who gonna edit, do something gonna do. Edit it. that out. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Break pause in the center. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm but that's smart, cut. bro. That's just bleep it out. I'm gonna release it as a. I mean, y'all have like made clothes before, like so. Yeah, all y'all have made clothes before. Yeah, yeah. Accessories, like make glasses. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But I think something like that. I think that's. I truly think that's like the future. Cause my girl asked me, like, I think I talked about it on a podcast like a month ago. She's like, what do you see like the future for like clothes and fashion? And I'm just like, bro, what? Like, I don't know this shit all repeats itself. Like it's the same shit. They but now used to say, kinda... yeah, what was it like a 15 year cycle? And now it's even faster. Like Man. now because of the internet, it's even, it's even quicker than that. Bro, isn't that weird that like Y2K, like the early 2000s, like we lived that not too long bro, ago. It feels like, now. and it's like, right now. That's right now. Like that fucks me up see it all day. That's you see actually it nuts. all day, like literally, like it's like, bro, the resurgence of like Jean Paul Gaultier and like shit like that. Like it's right. like, bro, I never. My mom was wearing stuff like that. Like I never would have thought that would be like the thing. Now. My mom was wearing Chrome Hearts, bro. Like I don't think I never. Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh -huh. Your mom was kind of cold. I feel like, bro. <laughs> like, like she kind of hey, like Lisa Renee Cobb, bro. She she do she does that. That's fire. <laughs> for That's real. fire. She she fire. She live out here too. So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you you cool. and mom Duke's close. Bro, that's that's my everything, bro. Like, hey, that is literally my mom is my everything for real. That's fire. Same for here. For real, for real. So, Honestly. Yeah. Um, going back to like the NFT shit, is that does that sound like something you guys would do as far as like purchase clothes for like the metaverse? Like, are you gonna never in my life get bro, ERD I, in the metaverse? I don't want to participate in the metaverse. To be honest. I no. fuck with VR, but I'm gonna use my VR to just like look at porn and uh, <laughs> you know. Um, go on YouTube videos. Like I went on YouTube on VR, and like you could be on like a boat in Amsterdam. I was looking at um some star shit. Like, you sound like you already in the metaverse bro, more yeah, than everybody else. Say, like, like nigga, you got some pussy like, in that bitch, and you was on a boat. Nigga. Like everything you just said is like so wild to me. <laughs> right. Like that just blew my mind. 
<laughs> it just blew my whole. You already in that bitch? I was just yeah. like what? Like, hey, you never huh? seen you never seen VR strip clubs? Bro, what? <laughs> no. Yeah, there's, no. There's VR strip clubs where you could throw. We just gonna you go to Jaguars money. or Highlighter. You could throw real poppy. money. Like what? And then you and then you just got a headset on and these two controllers and you just like. <laughs> Dude, I need to leave. I need to, hey, thank y'all for having me, man. Man, I'm man. Nah, man. <laughs> I'm like, everything you just said is like, my blood. I want to make Honestly, that strip club shit is kind of crazy. I want to make a VR strip club. Like, I, I'm not. You want to make one? Yeah, I want to make one. Wait, so you And I want to make it all reservoir. Why and I are you want, talking like, about it right now? Because, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, did you, you were actually Trade in a VR strip club? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What what it like? What's the website? What the fuck is that? That's hard. Uh, I don't know. Jacob and them like they be throwing money in that bitch all the time. Okay, so like, your I homies get, put you on. Yeah, I don't and just own do the VR headset set. on you. Yeah, so I just go. Hold on. So when you throw money in the VR set, like what is that? You're throwing your act like you put money into like oh their shit, thing, nigga. Like, you're you in the metaverse. Money. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that sounds crazy. So was it hard? Well, why would you not want to rock some Balenciaga in that bitch? <laughs> is it more so like the purpose that like you don't point. actually like have to go to point. the strip club? I like, might as well flex just, like, while I'm in Is it more so like the the point is like you don't have to actually like leave home to go to the strip club? Or, basically, like, is the, the metaverse, yeah. Yeah. and it's a new thing. Nobody, you know. Bro, that like, sounds so crazy. It's actually like, like naked women. Brain. Like I'm like what? Yeah. Right? I'm like, Whoa! It's you actually like naked women though. What? The metaverse. Bro, unfortunately, yeah. Wait, tell me, like, what'd you say, Marco? Are gonna have to Hold up. Uh, you gonna speak? Cause you be speaking low too. I ain't gonna cap. <clears throat> do you think that's gonna be a thing in the future, like the metaverse? Like, do you think brands are gonna have to do, like, something digital? Mm. Dude, I think they're gonna be like. I think brands are going to do things digitally, and then they're gonna be like, that'll be the rebellion is that you don't do it digitally. Oh, like it, al- it always brands. goes to that point, right? But it will always go to that point. We're so, like, like oh, there'll be those brands that are like, nah. That's a good like, point. he's going to be that guy. Right. You're going to be that guy. To just not I can feel it. Yeah. I mean, you, because. You're, you're going to be like, you're going to be like, I'm at home at the strip club, like, on my VR set. But, like, nah, we making this shit in real life. Right, right. But I think it's the feel, bro. Like, it's like, y'all have all made clothes before. Like, it's like, bro, it's the feel. It's like the actual, right. like. You brought it's up like you this. brought up a good point actually. I think the I think the illest way to do it is when you come from left field. So when you do some shit that's kind of just like not expected. Everyone going to make like you know what I'm a digital t-shirt, a digital whatever, but if you kind of make a digital space that's just like curated like so I don't know like So what if you make, I'm going to say a good idea and I'm just going to say like a digital pop-up, right? And you were able to create your own settings, probably a lot less for the money or maybe around the same, I don't know. But you can purchase like a nigga can pick up a T-shirt, but actually get it shipped to them in real life. Be, that would be dope. Yo, that would be graphics sick. That'd be so be hard. A one can't be no booth. But booth even no, 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 no. You can you can drop. Let's be honest. Booth be graphics gonna be booth graphics forever. Right. That's gonna be a thing forever. But the idea but alone. I don't know. I got the PS Five. That shit cracking. You say what? I said I got the PS Five. That shit cracking. I ain't gonna cap. <laughs> that shit gotta got the good graphics. But you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Though? I know what you mean. They gonna especially for the metaverse, nigga. We're all gonna be little blobs. Like like it's gonna be a thing forever. Like, Until we at get some point, full. because there will always be graphics that are better than graphics prior. Yeah. Like, think about it. Like, when, I don't know, like, what, PS4 came out, right? We're like, oh, shit. Like, it's PS4. The graphics are crazy. We thought that and shit was like real. PS5. Yeah. And then we're like, yeah, yeah fuck that PS4. <laughs> fuck that PS3, 2, 1. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's just like, it's always a thing. It's always a thing. 
But then I like just, people are always going to try to upgrade it until eventually it gets to the point but think, of our actual eye. Think That's about what it, it will be. Right. That's what how, how come niggas is going back to Polaroid and film and shit like that? It's nostalgia, right? Some niggas it's missed nostalgia, the nostalgia yeah, of real life. For sure. So no, obviously, facts. while you're going to have a lot of people doing this VR thing because it's so new and innovative and kind of like, you know, the cool thing to do, you're always going to have people who want the original shit that just want to go back to real life. So everything is going to come in waves, bro. Like, you know, you're obviously going to get this massive tsunami wave of like, niggas who's doing the digital shit and then i think you're also gonna get like you know a, a counter resistance to it you mm-hmm. know? yeah agreed definitely agreed. um damn i had a good point niggas who's like nah fuck that brick and mortar only like you know yeah there will i want to meet like i want to meet my my customers you know which like, i think is so sick yeah. like why don't you why wouldn't you you know what i mean yeah. That I think was like the first time I saw your stuff in person. Like I met you for the first time tonight. Yeah. And I think you remember that because you were helping me that day, actually, yeah. Marco. What'd you think of it? What was your first thoughts on Bro, it? Bro, I was like, yo, who shit is this? Like immediately. Like I was like, yo, this is made super well. Graphics are done that. super, super well. Like I was like, yo, who shit is this? Like Marco was like I was like, Marco, who shit is this? Yeah. Like this shit is good. And I was like, this might be some of the best shit in the store. Like, who <laughs> shit is this? And he was like, he was like, yo, it's this fool's blahzy blah, blah blah. I was like, yo, he knows what the fuck he's doing. I was trying on shit. I was like, whoa, all the silhouettes are different. Yeah, like, I, I was like, that. yo, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like for real, I was like, damn, that's crazy. So like, I don't know. Like I feel like it's like that's cool that people want to do, you know, like if the wave of the future will kind of be like that. But then at the same time, it's like, damn. But what about that old school like? No, I just sure. put that shit on. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, Mr. Put It On type shit. My yeah, in, inspiration real life. Always, in real life, though. My yeah, inspiration right. always comes from, and like my motive and my drive comes from like trying to recreate the feeling that I once had when I was a kid looking at certain pieces. That's like what, that's literally what, what drives me. You know, like, I, I want to recreate that feeling for, you know, the next kid, the next generation, whatever. Like, and um, I don't, I mean, for me, I don't think like, like progressing to the future is necessarily the way to do it. I think, you know, going, sticking to your roots, sticking to, you know, where you came from. Like, obviously nobody knows it better than you, but like, I, you know, maybe a kid who's, who was born in 2004, like, you know, might have a completely different perspective on this shit. Cause it's like, you know, this is all they know. Right. No, that's interesting. Um, I did want to say like one last thing about the NFT space, which interesting is like, it's, it almost seems like most of the conversation around it is just about money. So it's like, that's what's kind of weird, right? Like there's almost like no artistic approach. Like when you hear these conversations about like NFTs, cryptos, or like fucking even the Nike shit, like the first thing we hopped on is about the money. So it is like, like that could be something like it might actually just come in waves because there's no true like compassion then, feeling besides, besides some money. And I yeah. think because the the fact too of like what you're talking about is like because there is no actual like right. you can't reach out and like grab it. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of like I mean yeah even like you said like we started the conversation and all of us were like oh but the money though? Right. You know what I'm saying? So like I think you're absolutely right because it's not actually tangible. It feels like I don't know it feels like a debit card to us. Right. Like we're just like yo like I'm gonna get that cash, like, right. and that's what I'm in it for. But like, maybe they're maybe the younger generations maybe do approach it in that way where like 
it to them because it's like it has been a thing for their whole life. It makes maybe sense it does feel them. tangible yeah, to them. Exactly. And maybe like yeah. maybe we're outdated in right. that way. We was literally no, for you real. know what I'm saying. Like, like, it's yeah, like old heads in it, like technically, you know. Technically, like so, it's like maybe we're like outdated in that way. It's where it's very like, possible for them, it like it does feel tangible. Yeah. Like that almost wants makes me want to ask like people like AB like, yo like. Does this feel yeah. tangible to you? Because it might. Because like him being younger than us, maybe that does have a completely different. Right. Maybe yeah. it maybe has yeah. a whole different feel. And yeah. I didn't do that. Was such a good point because it's like I don't think I thought about that until now. Mm. Honestly, so yeah, something I kind of yeah, that's a good. Point. Just recently started really? thinking about honestly. That's um, amazing. Yeah, I never thought about that. We can hop into another another topic. Let's let's talk about the the Drake and Kanye truth. So I feel like everybody. I feel like I've haven't seen a picture reposted by most people besides like that Kanye shit. Maybe like when R.I.P. Dolph died, like right, a lot of people reposted right, right, Dolph. Right. Um, but now you saw the Kanye Drake. Yeah, the Kanye Drake yeah. truce, and that, that was shit was kind of like I was like, oh shit, it's kind of crazy. And then he dropped the video, and he's like, oh, with Drake. So I guess like the story behind it was um, they went out to dinner. I guess I don't know where they went to. This is like the rumor of it. They went to dinner. Dave Chappelle like performed and. I don't know. They made a truce. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Jay Prince bought it together. I was going to say, I seen that picture that was recirculating mm-hmm. was, was him, Drake, Jay Prince. Obviously, he was the mediator on the left. He was like the Nelson Mandela of it. Like, right. you know, uh, like, let's bring peace. And um, that party with, with Dave Chappelle and shit, it looked like they was in different outfits. So it could have been, different, you know, like a separate thing. Right. Oh, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Tell me why I saw. Did y'all see that shit of uh, Hidden and Why, where they like, where that fool posted that shit? No. And he cut out Jay Prince, and <laughs> he everybody did? was on his head, bro. Uh, like, hey, that's kind of good though. He cut out Jay I Prince. I kind of fuck with that. But like, Jay Prince is the goat, bro. Like, yeah. it's like you can't cut out Jay. He Prince. was the mediator. He's, He's the, the one who mediator. brought the piece. Cut out, you can't yeah. cut out the piece, bro. Like, Even if you look at the original Kanye video where he was like, kind of talking to Drake through the phone, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to make." Yeah. fucking peace there's like jay prince standing just over his shoulder like chilling, yeah. like just looking like nigga you better not say nothing crazy boy like just yeah. mob ties dude i i thought that was a pretty incredible though honestly i think it like needed to happen too it's like dude there's been so much shit going on over the like the last like this year's been pretty wild i feel like in general and then like last year's been like yeah absolutely and then like last year was like dude last year was nuts like i was in colorado for last year and it was like even more crazy than here like mm. it was it was it was very similar to california yeah. like how lockdown was and everything and it was just like hearing about people dying constantly and this and that it was like dude like i don't know there needs to be stuff like that in the media where it's like all right maybe there's something positive to look like something positive going on you know what i mean for right. once you know what i mean it's like we just had that fucking doll shit yesterday so it's like following that shit like, you know what i'm saying it's just like dude like let's it is bring very some positivity. Refreshing. yeah it's just like bro like both of y'all are not types of dudes that like are gonna end each other's lives in general anyway so it's like yo stop the fucking beef just continue on with your life like it's okay and figure it out you know what i mean y'all were boys at one point before what's the problem right. figure it out you know what i mean i almost feel hit like the, um, hit the little squabble and just like end it kill it off saying? right there just hey, go in a friendly fade like, in the back little friendly fade in the back like why not you know what i'm saying <laughs> like why not get a little friendly that would be that would okay. be interesting to see if like wouldn't that be kind of fire though now what that would be the shit that would be, be funny that would be a good story just to hear like to not just really. know what kind of happened like hit a little squabble and hey but you know, I mean, cool. y'all remember like Kanye's coming out with a documentary next year, like on Netflix. So like, hopefully, like 
that conversation is part of that documentary. That would be mm. something like very interesting and kind of like to document. Nonetheless. Let me ask you something real quick. Uh, that's been going on for like how long has that been filmed for? Because that's been in the it's making been, for. They said for like, like since like uh, quite some time, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, since like uh, college dropout era. Wow. Seems oh, like really? it, it wow. seems like they got clips from all the way back then. But I don't know. Damn, that's incredible. Yeah. I, I can't wait until that comes out. That's actually going to be so interesting. Hitting up all your old cameramans, telling them to bring yeah. the film. They got need all that. I just hope they cover a lot of dark, twisted fantasy, and I'll be fine. Right. <laughs> Did you hear Kanye say that that was like his favorite too? Like Bro, he put that, that on top. That's yeah. my favorite too. Yeah, like, yeah. Nobody, that's everybody. Nobody's competing with it. Right? Yeah, he knows that. Devil in a new dress, bread. That is yeah. That's Legendary, the iconic. Yeah. Forever. Do you do you guys think that like this Kanye and Drake thing will last? Like as far as them being cool, they need to drop a mix too. I hope so. Because I it's been so. rocky for a good point. They do need to drop a mix. They just need to drop a mix together. They're supposed to do a concert. That's like the whole thing. They're supposed to do a concert to free Larry Hoover. That's why Jay Prince brought it together. How do you I don't feel think about that's gonna happen. That, though, With the because Larry Hoover? that is wild. With the concert? Like, what? No, free and Larry Hoover, bro. Like, like that is like, like, man, yo, that is like. I don't think people realize like how like. He definitely got some bodies on him. Bro, that man was carrying around a, back in the day. Was carrying around a fucking. Like, uh, what was it? A fucking bazooka, like, in the city. Just, like, Word. walking around type See, shit. like, I don't know the mad protected. details. Bro, I know he's a big gangster holding no, down but I'm Chicago. No, not big gangster, like... The ultimate? Huge, like, like, yeah, like... The boss, final like, boss. He's, a, he's, the, he's the president. He's the captain. He's the okay. king. Like, it's just, like... It's, like, dude, it's crazy. So, they're, like, talking about freeing him, and it's, like, dude, that's, like... Along with that mix of, like, that Positive. Kanye shit and, like, whatever. Like, it's just, like, bro, like... I, say, I would say this, though. Fuck? I hope I, as long as he doesn't do nothing with crazy. I think. So. Yeah. What, Larry? We'll see. Right now. We'll see. I mean, you can be I mean, it's like that Dolph shit. Like, did you guys see that Dolph shit today where they were like, after Dolph got killed, it was like, okay, now there's a curfew in the city because it's like, bro, it's uh, it's happen, lit. Yeah. Like, people are not hyped Damn. about that shit at all. I actually read a lot of articles like following that story. So like the mayor, yeah, they put out that curfew that night, mm-hmm. but actually like it's rumored that. Black Youngster's mom's house got shot up right after that. And even right before that, they immediately closed down. The police closed down Yo Gotti's restaurant in Memphis just, like, just because, like, they had kind of already known what the fuck going on, so. Yeah. So, like, uh, Khaled, like, homie that you met, the my homie Bryant, shout out to Bryant, by the way, that guy, um, he, um, he was saying that, so he's from Memphis. He grew up in Florida. He's from Memphis, though. So, like, he was talking about, when we were talking about it yesterday, just, like, on one of our group texts, um, he was like, dude, this is, like, a huge thing, like, in Memphis because of the fact of, like, like, Dolph, I guess, was, like, that guy. Like, he was like, dude, Dolph would always help out the hood. Like, he was like, I would see Dolph riding around and, like, he'd Lambo. give out money to random people, being like, like, he was a good fucking dude. So, he was like, when he got killed based on, like, that shit or whatever, he was like, yo, he was like, it's about to be crazy back home. He was like, uh, some of my family members are like heading to, I, I can't even remember where he said, but he was saying that like his family members they're were migrating. heading to like, they're migrating to different places. Yeah, exactly. Migrating to different places based on like that shit because they know it's about to be on some like super wild retaliation, yeah. crazy shit constantly. Like, and yeah, and then, like, hearing that, that was the first time I heard that about, like, uh, Black Youngster shit. Getting shut and down. And then, like, Yo Gotti shit. Like, it's like, bro, like, 
Memphis is nuts. Like Memphis is just Dude, crazy. Memphis period, bro. Like is they burp you. Who's met from like, Memphis like, is like nuts. usually pretty wild. Like I can't lie. Right. Like it's like it's yeah. Especially like in the south, because like those gun laws are mad different. So people have a different you know idea with the guns. They can. I mean, I can't it. even lie, bro. When I got out here and I saw everybody right. with the fire on them, I was like, yo, let what me is get my fire. Oh, like I was like, bro. <laughs> Did listen, you grab one? Did you get hey, one? No, I've been had one. Okay. Yeah, okay. I've been. You no, I've been, I've been, been. Yeah, yeah. been, been. Uh, but anyway, like when I first moved out here, bro. So I live off a. Of, I live off a of Highland. It's a QT, like right there. I remember popping in the uh, the QT one day. And uh, there was a white dude, he had on his little, like, vest, right? He had the extended clips, like, hanging out the vest, though. Oh, he's tweaking. And I was, like, looking at the cashier, and I'm like, and he was like, you all right, sir? Like, are you okay? And I was like, bro, what the <laughs> fuck? I was it like, felt huh? so unnormal. To, it was like, well, because in Colorado, it's like you have concealed carry. So it's like so you everybody's have it, hiding their but shit. you don't know who got it. Like, right. everybody got it, but you don't know who got it. So it's like one of those things concealed where like out here I was like, bro, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is crazy. It definitely gets like a little like getting used to if you're not from. I mean, like, I witnessed the shooting here already. Oh, where? I've only been here for what? Damn near eight months. I witnessed the shooting. Me and my boy Jay uh, witnessed the shooting one day we were skating. And Brian, actually, all of us. We were out skating one morning with like some of our Australian homies. Like nine nine thirty, we was in South Phoenix. Damn, that's too early, bro. When this is shooting early during the summer, that shit was wild. Like I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" I Phoenix, the whole clip, yeah, whole clip on a car. She, mm-hmm. yeah, it's I'm definitely like, like damn, I ain't lived here long enough for that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm bro, like, I haven't even not... seen like a clip get unloaded in a car yet. Like I've seen like little shootings. I had, like, hey, dude, it pull was out straps so on me and crazy. shit. But, like, I was just like, dude, it's too early. I texted my mom. I said, hey, I love you. Like, she's like, you all right? I was like, we going to a different skate park. There was a shoot over here. She said, what you mean? Oh, y'all kept the here. vibes going, though. Right. But it was just like, bro, it was it was too early. It was just like, I was like, bro, this is like. <laughs> that would have blew me, bro. And a lot of time, too, it's like, bro, it's based on some bullshit that don't even matter anyway. It's right. Like, bro, like, can't y'all just, like, squabble it out? And it's never actually worth somebody's, like, real life. No, bro. Never. At all, period. Like, it's just like, yo, like, I don't know. No, like in Friday when uh, the old man's talking about your hands, yeah. Craig, your hands. Like live to fight another day. Yeah, yeah. Live to fight another Win day. Win some, like, you lose some. Bro, I've been but beat up. In my, I've been beat up in my life. Like, yeah, day. it'd be like that, you know. But I almost think that like kids now, like you remember how like I was saying I was like really into rap and shit as a kid. Like I definitely got mad influenced to do bad shit and just like you know. Bro, I think that's like goes that goes all the way back to what we were talking about for our first subject, talking about like music and shit. And I think, you know, how I was saying earlier, like, how, like, I would get over, like, certain music. Right. Um, that was the reason? I think that was the reason. Okay. Is that, like, sometimes it would just be too, too negative, dark, bro. What and too, fuck? like, it's like, bro, I'm trying to, I'm not even, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm, I'm not, not even like, on, on that, that right time. now. Like, so it's right. like, bro, and nor am I trying to be. So it's like, I don't know. I think that's, like, what also got me into right, other right. music was, like. At that point, it's right, unrelatable. sounds too negative. Let me, like, let me switch it up. Let me switch it up. Let me hop on this and maybe i've never heard it before maybe i'll love it maybe i'll hate it maybe i'll switch it switch it up and find something else you know right it's like, yeah so because i mean it, I it just know, becomes man. unrelatable at a certain point it's like my nigga i'm not out here robbing shooting and like Bro, killing and it's just like i don't know you get to i think you get to a point in your life too where you're just kind of like like bro is it really worth it not right really like i like my freedom a whole lot 
I like that I'm able to be here and kick it with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We, I'm not really trying did. to be on all that, bro. I'm trying to chill. I'm trying to skateboard, you know, <laughs> collect clothes, <laughs> shit like that. Not facts. Have um, some wine, you know, go to the zoo like I was at with my boy Jay earlier. Yeah. Like, do Live shit a like normal that. life, yeah. Live a normal life, you know? I think it's that's like, what we know. all want at a certain point. Um, yo, so another topic I want to go into is the the Bottega. Matthew Blasey is the new creative director for Bottega, taking over Daniel Lee's position. Fire. Fire. Um, How many's in there? Two. Take one. I'm going to switch you out. Appreciate you. Bottega. I like 27s too, so that's perfect. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, you yeah, Bottega. I think, um, like, what do, you, what do y'all feel like is, like, next for not even Bottega, we can get into that later, but like Daniel Lee, like there's obviously, we kind of talked about the, um, it was actually your th- your theory, or you you read it, that he might go and work under Fidi Fablo's new company. Yeah. But do you like, just what do you think is next for like him or Bottega in general? For Bottega, I mean, he, he got like a solid resume already, so like. Matthew? The new creative director. The new creative director. So really, I'm not expecting too insane of a change. Like, I, you know, I think they're not going to hire anybody who's, like, ill-equipped. But what do you do at that point? Like, do you keep that same green? Like, do you keep that Dude, Bottega green? Like, do you keep I the rubber? Like he's gonna. what he's going to do is he's going to take more of, like, his approach that he did for uh, for Margiela. Mm. Like, when he was with Margiela, I think yeah. he'll take more the of, like, the artisanal, like, try to go super wild with it you know which i think is pretty cool actually i'm like okay cool you know like i mean bottega has been kind of like that over the years anyway where it's been like you know popping not popping popping not popping like bottega we've seen this time and time again and people don't even like realize it you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i think people are more hit to it now just based on a new plateau yeah because of like the internet and shit puddle boots it's really that 2020 like they're the only luxury fashion brand to gain yeah but During it's like, the bro, pandemic. like, even, like, even Ye made that shit popular back in the day. Pharrell yeah, made Duffel. that shit back in the day. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, people, like, Bottega's been, been a thing, and it's gone through that, like, that ups and downs. So, I think, like, what he's about to do is take it to a whole nother level with, like, what he was doing with Margiela and just doing more artisanal, like, that would, pieces. Oh, okay. That would be the good way. That would be the good Right. Approach. That's what I hope. But then you see niggas like Anthony Vassarello or whatever, and, like, you know, they don't have none of my, like, no... Oh no! For you, I mean, as a fan, it has yeah. none of your. Gets none of my respect personally, bro, because he literally they six. Eddie Slamane sued YSL and won the lawsuit. They had to pay him out like ten million euro or something like that. That's actually very nuts because they was using all of his. Designs. They was using all his all old designs, and then a lot of the ones that he scrapped. They didn't which was crazy. shit. They just mm-hmm. was like, oh, they just kept it going. YSL, this is side. YSL is this? Is that undercaring? It is, I believe so. I thought it was under something else. Or is it Kiering or LVMH? I would look it up right here. It's not LVMH. Internet. I know that for a fact. It's Kiering. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's Kiering? Okay. I thought it was like four big, or maybe I'm just tripping. It's Kiering. It's two, Kiering. right? Two big companies? Uh, I know two Kiering, of them. LVMH, and then there's like Gucci Group technically. Okay. I thought it was like four of them. No, there's one more that like owns like Cartier and shit. Yeah, I thought it was four of them. I thought yeah. it was like four big companies pretty much own the world. And it's like them. Yeah, yeah LV Major is at the top. Of okay, the yeah, yeah. But um, you know, you know what you're talking about. I you're basically you saying like you hope 
that yeah, he doesn't. I hope. I hope he kills it, man. I hope he like, cause it was like you know he did all that Margello or that Margello, but I can't even speak. Cause he did um, the face mask, Margella artisanal stuff for like Yeezy during like you know the Yeezus, the like tour. all that stuff, and um, it was incredible. I thought he killed it, you know, with the mask and like all that stuff. Um, so I don't know. I think like I feel like he he could really do something great at Bottega, honestly. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, yeah. I went. I I looked this dude up for the first time when they announced it, because like I'm not gonna lie, like people introduced me to a lot of things. Like Bottega, mm-hmm. a friend introduced me to Bottega because he started working at Bottega in Vegas, and I was right. like, damn, that shit crazy. And then it happened to blow up. I was like, damn, that shit even crazier. So I'm like, this dude made the mask for Marjola. Like, why didn't we? I feel like I don't know. I didn't know that. Like, why don't most people know that? Like. I feel like Bro, but wasn't the, um... I mean, like fashion was different back then, though. That's the thing. Like, I feel like it really started to become cool during that time period. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit after that time period. Like, it was like people were into it, but it was very, very niche. Where like now, and honestly, I think it's based on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think like if it wasn't for people like their need to be like yeah like people tagging shit shit and people being like that's 100 what it is because like think about how much we all learn where it's like even for myself to this day like when i do decide to hop on instagram i hop on and you know what i'm saying say my friends and something cool or whatever and it's like i'll either shoot him a dm and be like hey what is that or be like or guess what? It'll be tagged right there for me. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like some shit I never even <laughs> yeah. knew of. You know what I'm saying? And that's how most people learn. Right. That's how most people learn nowadays anyway when it comes to like fashion. Anyway, where like back then, like, and that was only like, what, 2013? Like, bro, like, yeah, it was just a different time period. Like people still weren't even on that. I remember getting made fun of, perfect example of this, of like what I'm talking about. Bro, I was at school one day. And I'll never forget this in my life. Uh, kid was laughing at me or whatever, and he was pointing at me. He like was looking at my shoes or whatever. And he's like, man, look at them fake-ass Air Forces that fool got on or whatever. Vapes. Roasting me, right? Mm-hmm. Fake-ass Air Forces he got on. Bro, I had Rick on Rick Owens Geo Baskets, the oh. milk ones. I had oh. those on, like, literally, that 2000, what, whatever year that was, like, 2014. 2000, yeah, 2014, I was still in school. So, yeah, like... Bro, no, I didn't, no wonder I didn't you fit anything. that job description. And it's like, though, bro, I like, didn't say anything mm-hmm. back to him because I was just like, bro, I, he's you not going to know, know bro, regardless yeah. if I explain it or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? I would regardless laugh. if I explain it. I used to just laugh. And bro, be like, I literally was just like, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, I'm not even tripping. No, nah, I used to make fun of them niggas back. I used to be like, bro, you literally... Bro, I literally, like... Yeah, it was, like, crazy. I was like, unless it becomes a problem where it's, like, somebody physically touches me, bro, like, then it's, like... I'm talk. Not, no. Yeah, I just let shit slide, bro. I'm like, I'm calm, cool, and collected. I'm just like, hey, tripping off that shit. it is what it is. Like, I'm like, even if I explain it to him, it's not even going to matter. So that's what I'm explaining to you, bro. That was the same time period. So it's like, it just, that's right. just what it was. It wasn't what it is now. Like, now right. it's like, we have all of it in our face mm-hmm. constantly. That it's just like, bro, like, it is what it is. Like, you walk down the street now in Phoenix, like, I'm sure y'all remember, like, even sneakers and sneaker culture and, like, stuff like that. Okay, as soon as I moved here, it's like, bro, I can see every off-white shoe in a day Facts. here. Yeah. Like, and in Colorado and in wherever the fuck I can be. Right. right. Because that's the biggest thing where, like, beforehand, it wasn't like that, bro. Like, it was not like that. Back in those times, if times, if 
the, your fives would have came out back then, per se, bro, your fives would have been popular amongst like that niche crowd, but not like Around worldwide. World. Right. Where like now it's like, oh, you got, you know, the the viral video of the nigga like these kiwi Bottegas. Right. That would be like, oh shit, Arizona got a Bottega store in the mall. We about to go bro, get the lit. kiwi Bottegas. Bro, you know what I'm saying? This is a random example. I got into a car accident. Um, I'm so bad, bro. I gotta go piss again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta run in a minute too, but I'm uh, I I'm, I'm keeping it together. I, uh, I can smoke in here or no? Yeah. Okay. I got into a random car accident, like in the middle of nowhere. And uh, I had to wait for AAA, so I was like, you know, they was going to take a minute. So I just went to, like, the nearest little, um, I just w went to, like, the nearest Burger King that was, like, you know, across the street. Did you get the Impossible Burger? Was, huh? Did you get the Impossible Burger? Nah, that nah. That shit I, actually hits up. I, ne I never had an Impossible Burger yet. Sure. But, uh, but, nah, I was wearing a box logo. Like, and I remember the, the nigga at just this random Burger King in the middle of nowhere in Phoenix was, like, sick box logo. Like, you know? And it's just like, you know, that never would have happened. Like, no. For, you know, it's just so, like, synonymous. Like, it's so well recognized now. It's so, like, Bro, synonymous with I had like, a friend. You know? um, I, have, I, I still have a friend, my buddy Chris, back home, bro. It was crazy. It was like, we were all into all that shit. And, like, didn't necessarily back then, didn't necessarily, like, have the money when we were in college or whatever. And I remember Chris figured out uh, auctions like overseas auctions and mm -hmm. shit and i'm talking about like early early on the japanese shit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so chris would be like bro we can get the vision for the low we can get the double taps for the uh, low we can get yeah the japanese i'm talking about bounty hunter for the low we can get everything rock y'all was lit so bro i'm talking about i'm t when i say chris knew about 30 of them bro this man knew about so many of these that it was like i was like bro what the yeah. fuck it's so like We'd be looking at shit or whatever. He'd be like, yeah, you just, like, you put it in, blah, 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 like, whatever, whatever. It's easier if we get this many things in a box, like, whatever, whatever. Like, that's how people run, uh, like, archive pages and shit. Mm -hmm. Niggas be getting shit for the low, bro. Niggas do not be spending, like, crazy, crazy bread. Right. But I remember back then, like, it was crazy because it was like, we would get those pieces in, whatever. And it was, like, it was rare. It was few and far between if you, like, knew somebody that even remotely knew. And this was, like, yeah, like, 2014. This was like, bro, even then, 2013, 2014, it was rare if you knew somebody that was, like, remotely into any of that shit. Facts. Like, yeah. any of that shit back then. Like, it was way, it was way different. I mean, I just yeah, feel like that shit, like, at the time, kind of like to even originally go back to your question with the Mason Margiela, like, how come you didn't know? Like, this, all this, like, fashion shit is really not, like, so much pushing to our face, like, especially during that time. Like, this time, it's, it's like... It's definitely pushing to definitely our face. Not behind the scenes either. Like, yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. That? Like to who like Where? made that and like yeah, who did that. You had to really get on yeah. the fucking internet and really like I want to know who made that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's when an I, ocean when I, of shit. <clears throat> you know, niggas know the surface. But what you I say? was gonna say like when I cause like when I say like introduce the reason I like like some of Virgil's shit the, the shit that he says like purists and tourists I I kind of like like I I I, I associate with a tourist like. This is the avenue that I like when I was younger and I seen it growing up and I seen shit on certain people and my parents got me into certain things, family members, friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I knew about it, but I'm like, oh, I know that's Margiela. Like that nigga makes cold ass masks, like super like distressed, thing, yeah. like, but I don't know like the designers, behind, I didn't know like designers behind the scene. And like, I started learning that through like certain like um, blogs through the internet. 
like the um the fashion romance stuff like that but it's like so i was basically asking you that point and you did explain it that's why i was like yeah that makes sense because yeah. it's like it's so in your face now like it's just like it's just different oh time, like you can yeah. just really you just go on the internet nigga like i go on the internet i see through education like it just pops up like at this but point, even it's like, now honestly, it's pretty I, niche even know, now like, like i don't know like i guess they're like old heads that like i meet and stuff that are like so against that but i kind of like fuck with it you know what i mean what? i kind of like i kind of think it's pretty so, cool that it's like it is becoming such a like a normalized thing oh, yeah, yeah. based on the fact that like i don't know like i remember when it wasn't cool i remember when it was like you couldn't do feminine things as a male or like you know just like all these different things like it was like okay like there was a a bar that was set that you had to be this way so if you weren't this way you're like you know weird. what i'm saying it was like you're, you're a fucking weirdo like i remember even skateboarding dude like when i first first started skateboarding like it was crazy it was like me being like being a black skateboarder bro 2008 2009 like oh no bro like i used to fight all the time we used to fight all the time all the time who was the biggest shit skateboarder shit all that shit the biggest black skater was like what terry kennedy at the time kennedy but then it was like one of those things where it was like antoine shout out to antoine dixon hopefully he's doing okay but um yeah, it was just, like, people like that, where it was, like, it was, like, they were big, but it was, like, at the same time, people were still, like, you know, like, I was from Colorado, like, people being, like, oh, that's that weird shit, you on this white boy shit, blasey, 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 like, you know, like, just typical shit, just hating shit, right. you know what I'm saying? They don't understand it, it. Like, that's what it is. They didn't understand it, but then it's, like, now, it's, like, people want to be like that, which is, like, right. which I don't mind. I'm, like, okay, cool, like, as long as, like, the younger generations underneath me don't have to like suffer through like pretty much like what I went through, and it's like I'm fine hey, with that. Bro. I'm gonna, uh, I said I applaud you on that like real shit because like during high school and shit like that, like when I try to get into shit, niggas got bullied. I kind of like you know what I'm you saying. Stepped, you stepped away, away from like, it. Yeah, fuck that shit. You know, like I'm not Marco, trying to hide like, it. But I'm like coming full self. Like you definitely want to get back into what you like and what yeah what you're into because like. Bro, oh, and imagine for my little yeah, you ass, bro. You do things for yourself. You yeah. can't do it exactly. And imagine for my little ass, bro. Like, you, luckily, Marco, you big. Like, no, I'm 130 in, pounds. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm 130 pounds. I was I'm the tallest I've ever been in my life right now. Like, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? So, like, niggas was on my head, bro. Yeah. What you doing? Like, why are you doing this and that? And I'm like, what? Like, I'm just trying to be me, dog. Like, Did hey. you get a lot of pushback from, like, even your cousins and shit? Or were they, like, cool? Oh, dude that was usually like the them, biggest right no some of them are cool some of them are cool like my first cousin sam um he's always like it's crazy it's like his life is completely opposite of mine but he was always like yo do what you want like i appreciate okay. that you're different and you just do what you're into and like he was telling me it was crazy like uh around this time last year like me and him um meeting up at my aunt's house like during covid and shit and he was just like Yo, I appreciate that. Like, and it was the first time he'd ever told me that. He was like, yo, I appreciate that, like, you and your friends, like, do shit way different than, like, what we do. And uh, he was like, I like I have an appreciation for it because he's like, it makes me think, like, okay, I could do things, like, different if I ever wanted to switch it up or, like, That sounds like whatever. a real nigga. That sounds like, like somebody who he thinks dude, for himself. He's, he's like. so, like, he's always been like that. He's I've always told people, especially people who get a chance to meet him, I'm like, he's easily the smartest person I've ever met in my life. Mm. Like, okay. and it's just like... His life is just different based on, like, circumstances. Certain, yeah, circumstances, but, like, at the same time, like, literally brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. brilliant. Cold. Brilliant, brilliant. So, 
I'm so glad I've had people like that around mm-hmm. me in my right. life, you know? And then, like, people like yourselves, where it's like, we can all find, like, a common ground based on cool shit. So, right. it's a fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's we could talk about the Hacker Project, the Gucci Balenciaga collab. I feel like we've all been seeing it on our feeds, just kind of crazy. Yeah. Past couple of days. It was actually previewed back in April at the Gucci Ara show. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. I, I think it's pretty dope. Like, there's not there's not necessarily no pieces that I'm like, damn, I wish I had that or anything like that. But I like the concept on it. Like, they're just hacking each other's brand. And um, I don't know. Just using both houses to basically showcase almost like the other person's stuff is kind of like blatantly in your face. So that's kind of funny and cool, too. I like it more than seeing something like Tiffany Supreme. You didn't like the Tiffany and Supreme shit? I just, you know... Why about you got It's just, uh, I don't know, at a certain point, bro, it's like, you know, when are y'all going to design to, like, create for, for the purpose of creating as opposed to, like, designing for the purpose of just, like, you know, revenue? Okay. And, like, what, just building the brand and you're cool off that. I mean, the, Tiffany is trying, obviously, they're desperately trying to, like, you know, revive themselves. It's like, um, I don't know. It's, it's like if uh, some, I don't know, it's like if uh, fucking... You feel like it's like their last hope. Like, they're like, oh... Uh, Who's that one nigga, Harrison Ford? It's like if Harrison Ford started dating, like, um, I don't know, like some some young, like some em- young Emily Ratajkowski in. or some shit, right? You'd be like, bro, this nigga just, you know, like, right. don't make sense. Why? Like, you know, it's just they don't there's no brand compatibility it's just like this desperation for y'all to be relevant but you feel like the gucci the gucci and balenciaga one makes sense to me. it makes more sense i didn't like the designs from it but it makes more sense that two brands who's in the same lane would basically it's like it's almost dating in a certain way right so it's like y'all kind of gotta under like there has to be some basic compatible like factors between both brands for it to make any sense to a consumer right and if it's not then it's just like it's a desperate cry for attention money you know relevance i guess like what i find interesting is that i guess i've just never seen it done to this degree yet you know what i mean like i guess you like see i guess in the past like you see brands where it's like they do collabs or whatever and it's like i don't know it's just different than this i guess it has like more of like a I don't even know how to explain it really like i don't know the Gu- the gucci balenciaga stuff for me is like i get it it's like two brands that are like like he was saying like very very similar um so it's like why not like do a collab right so it's like very interesting but like i guess like brands in the past it's like it's just felt different i guess like it felt more authentic maybe authentic yeah i guess that's like what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. um I can yeah. see that. You're not capturing that same feeling with the Gucci Balenciaga. Hands down. It, nah. It's so, like, I don't know. Like, even, like, just looking at some of the shit. Like, right, some like, of the pieces. Like, even some of the pieces, I'm just kind of like... Like, it doesn't... I don't know. It's interesting. It doesn't make me... I feel, wish I would have put some I, I'll accessories. I'll put it this way. Like, even, like, for myself, like, as, like, a collector myself, it doesn't make me feel anything. It doesn't right. make me feel like I need it. It doesn't make me feel like I, like, hate it doesn't make me feel really anything like it's just kind of like it's just there it's like oh okay here's a collab you know right put two big names and like that's what it yeah is. and i know people are gonna go crazy over it like it's gonna sell for sure right. but like 
I don't know. Like, people are going to be like, oh, I'm in that Gucci Balenciaga piece. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what? Um, collab- I'm in that Balakanana piece. You Balakanana. know what I'm saying? <laughs> The Gucci North Face cloud. I'm just going to say that. I like the Gucci North Face cloud. Did you originally like it, though? At first, I was like, oh, whatever. About, like, Dude, the same thing. It sounded feeling. weird, but... I fucked with it, bro. You fucked with it off top? Yes. You know why? Because I'm from Colorado, and it reminds me of people in Aspen. Okay. Mm. So you have a personal connection. Like, I'm so, you know... It reminds me of I'm that, out here. bro. People go to Aspen, fly into Aspen. It's all, like, ritzy and shit, but it's like, you still on the mountain. You still got to do... You still got to You still going skiing. Yeah, that's interesting. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for me, I was just like... Yo, that's, that's I was like, hard. that's hard. Like, I okay. fuck with that. That's you hear what I mean, though? Like, no, I guess that's yeah. what you mean. It's you similar. It's you similar to like when brands collab. Like for North Face, it's similar to when brands will collab with Doc Martin because it's like we could either make an army boo or we could just go with the like the original niggas who's known for doing this. The original niggas who's known for doing like the down jackets is North Face. So it's like y'all could either make your own down jacket or you could collab with like the mm-hmm. the OG of it. You know, they've never tampered with the brand or tried to go to any different lanes they're not trying to do streetwear they're not trying to do none of you know they make down jackets right that's how it's always been just like doc martin right Mm -hmm. they make like army boots that's what they're known for that's what they still do till this day the brand hasn't really changed too much so when you do a collab like that so i feel like it's a lot more authentic than when niggas will do a collab with like you know a constantly changing brand like you know supreme for example that's all over the place yeah i almost feel like what it is for me is that like there's no like juxtaposition between the two companies so it's like it doesn't make it interesting and Mm. the reason why i say that is because like you're saying with the doc martens it's like at least it's still like different enough where it's like it's similar but it's still different like it's like when you think about like the roots of uh of like doc martin and then like but they do a rick owens one or they do a raf one or they like whatever it's like they're still like different enough like when it comes to like heritage of the brands that it's like it makes this crazy thing or it makes me think about like um something that i was actually trying to get recently was um have you ever seen those undercover hermes bags no i haven't so like go and look those up but like um undercover like for i think it was like for their scab collection or something like that like did these Hermes like runway bags right but like the undercover way so it's yeah. like fully like grunged out like yeah. fucking did they you know collab with Hermes for no, it though or they just got just a bunch like, yeah June like the the owner was just like yo this is like that I like that like, yeah and cool. it was fire yeah, it's like, like an unofficial spikes collab. all unofficial collab like spikes all over it like crazy shit yeah. or like when um Louis Vuitton and Capital did a collab Whoa, I didn't know about this either. Louis Vuitton and Visvum did a collab. That's the thing. Mm. Like, and like unofficial, but it was like by Hiroki or like by, you know, whoever. And what um, years were these two collabs? Which ones you talking about? Like the Louis Vuitton capital. I think Louis Vuitton was like 14. Let me see. I'll show you. Okay. Okay. I think I like unofficial collabs I more than about that recently. official. What, capital and Louis Vuitton? Yeah. Those borough, with those borough stitchings and all that. Yeah. With the borough stitching. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was gonna say like, do you think there's like rules to this shit? That's like the one question. I mean, I no, there's not. It. Yeah, no, not really. Not really. But I at mean, the like, same time, it's just like people will have opinions. Like you're my gonna opinion get opinions. Yeah, all that are valid. Like it's like who am I? Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's not gonna stop a company from doing it or making know? money. What what kind of rules do you see, Marco? That you kind of like that makes you question mm-hmm. that? Like what makes you like say like damn? Because I feel what you're saying. So hard. What's up? Well, this bitch is hard. It's fuck, right? 
Yeah, no, that shit is super hard, right? And the whole fit too. Like the whole fit he is just bro. <laughs> went off. Can you actually like send that to me right now? Absolutely. The, yeah, so I can throw it in the thing. Yeah, for sure. So like all the people can see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, for sure. And then it was crazy. So like I had a boy who um, who used to work for Louis Vuitton. He was like an uh, an accessories designer. And so he was the one that was like really put me on game about like I think he put me on game about that one. Okay. And then he was like, "Oh, look at these Visvum, like uh, Louis Vuitton, whatever." So like, bro, there was like a few other companies too that were just like in the mix that I was like, "What?" what? And he was okay. just like, "While Kim Jones was there," and I was just like, "What the fuck?" And he was like, "He's like, but you would never know this because he's like." It for the public, like it, it's not anything you could look up nowadays. But like beforehand, it wasn't like he was like, "Oh, this is this," or like, "This is that." Do you like, feel like working with these people back so then, so like forth. the brands were taking more of like a, a kind of like an artistic approach? Like, I mean, they're doing clouds with like capital and shit like that, like way before you know it's obviously like popping now. And now, like you look at Louis Vuitton, they're hiring like Virgil, who has tons of star power and stuff, you know. And like people can say that that's like. For the clout or whatever, you know, people can, like, twist that narrative. But do you feel like back then, even, like, 2014, these big fashion houses were still much into, like, the art itself versus now? Or do you feel like it's just spun different because of... I think it just depends on the person, honestly. I think it depends on, like, who is doing... Yeah, the creative direction and, like, stuff like that. Because I think it really depends on the person. Like, I uh, I think, like, Virgil is a pretty, like interesting character himself because it's like he you know he's from chicago he's a skateboarder he like you know he's designing stuff where like now he's in this power where it's like i feel like at the end of the day he's just like making shit that he would want to see like from these companies and like obviously like that's just what it is where like somebody like you see it kind of with kim jones too where it's like okay you could tell kim jones was like a big streetwear guy you could tell he was like there during like hype beast like uh forum type days you know what i mean so like it's like oh all of a sudden it was like you know when he was with lv it was like a lv supreme collab because mm. obviously he likes supreme right he's from that time period cause and dior cause and dior he's from that time period stussy yeah. dior he's from that time period like mm. where that was popular like i wouldn't even be surprised eventually like if some if if kim jones being at dior like was like oh we gonna do a hundreds collab i wouldn't be surprised because mm. he was from that time like I mean, where just, all that was it's coming off that so it's like one it just you know what i'm saying and so like it just depends it right. just really depends like that travis scott dior george condo shit that all makes sense like to me in my mind like because it's like that's what he's into or like that's what they're all are into together like you know what i mean so it's like I get it. Like, it's like, that makes sense. Am I going to necessarily, like, buy into it? I don't know. But, like, right. it in my mind, I'm like, for that person, I always try to, like, wear their shoes. I'm like, okay, yeah. that I guess that makes sense for them. You know what I mean? Sometimes right. you put the shoe on, though, and you'd be like, I'm not just about money. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This ain't about Sometimes. money, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, Depends on the person. Yeah. For sure. Well, shit. I mean, back in the day, bro, like, a million brands had opportunities to collab, and you're not seeing it until this new age of the internet and this new age of fashion. So obviously, I think you're right. End of the bigger, day, it's money. yeah, there's a bigger money, money incentive sure. behind a lot of this. Especially because I feel like, do you feel like now? So I'll ask all of you this, actually. Do you feel like now 
these companies are making way more money than they did before. I think yeah, hands definitely. down, bro. Like that's saying, something we can like look up, right? I mean, it's like it's kind of like I a think fact. Hands down. But just off the top of your brain, what do you think? Hands uh, yeah. down. I mean, bro. I think fashion is just bigger in general now than ever before. Agreed. So I think like that plays a huge role, and I think that um, I mean, you're just seeing these companies like a lot of these companies are like taking the first approach on things, like we've seen like how we talk about the metaverse, like the Nike, the Balenciagas, like that are they're they're they have enough money and enough backing to to almost like stay relevant and to keep pushing forward so i think that yeah they do have more money and they they keep it pushing and that's, a, that's the thing about a collab too is you get so much instant exposure mm-hmm. and like you know it's the uh, easiest po- yeah you're being posted on like every you know fashion article you're mm-hmm. getting articles written up about your shit instantly just by doing a collab which if you were to just do a collection solo maybe you wouldn't have got half of them write-ups you that's, know yeah that's so a it's fact. a very easy way to kind of just like if you do a collab with another brand you're going to get written up about left and right like it's a very very a very easy marketing play right oh i feel that that's a fact um i mean shit it's getting pretty late we're almost at like one o'clock in the morning <laughs> um do you guys have any last little things y'all want to say before we go and end it all? I appreciate you hey, first off for coming. Thank you for having me. Man, yeah, thank man. you for coming. Yeah, this was awesome. I loved it. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. I got a, uh, I rented a lens, like a nice lens. So I've been like. From Tempe camera? Uh-huh. So I've been uh, kind of shooting with it. And um, I kept it an extra day than I, than I actually a- intended to have it. And like I, I tried to I hit up my homie who makes music. I'm like, let me shoot a music video for you. So like I'm trying Sick. to yeah I'm just trying to get more into this like you know tight so you're trying things trying things well I feel like um which I implore everybody I think as much as you to care do. about film too I think you would be good at that man that's he's awesome. always it's talking my, about it's that. my end goal you know it's my yeah, end really goal, yeah. that's awesome that's incredible man yeah. keep going for real but you got practice to get good at it so that's a yeah. fact right that's a fact anything you do in life yeah. gotta practice to get that's, good at it man again. Appreciate all y'all coming yeah. up, pulling up. Yeah, thank you guys for having me again. I appreciate it. Thank you. We this out. Locked awesome. in podcast. Hey. Gang.